That was a really good clap. Thank you. Thank you. I, uh, I kind of pride myself on my claps, honestly. Like, it's because she's got the clap. That's not true. Um, but what Confirmed. is true I'm her doctor. is that I grew up in a family where... Who all have um, the clap? No. My dad claps and sneezes really loud. And it's, it's an inherited trait... Uh, my grandfather claps louder than my father and sneezes about 10 times louder than my father. And um, it's kind of just passed down um, from generation to generation. And I think as you get older, it, it like increases. So right now I have really loud sneezes and really loud claps. Um, but by the time I'm like 40, it's going to be about 10 times louder. And then when I'm, you know, in my 70s, It'll be excruciatingly loud. It's just like a fine wine. Yeah. Um, like my grandpa, we went to the Smithsonian uh, one of the many times we did when I was a child um, living in D.C. And he sneezed one time in the like lobby area, like where the big mammoth taxidermy is and um he sneezed and the entire room went silent like everybody turned and looked at him and you know what silent almost as silent as our protagonist should have been banshees of (laughs) i can't even remember in sheeran in sheeran what a film honestly um this is a drive out and Good we evening, just goals. watched this movie. Good evening, <laughs> Goals. How are we feeling? I l- loved that movie. It was very endearing. I, 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 I don't know how to feel. <laughs> I went into this movie with absolutely no idea. I have not seen a single thing about this f- film. I didn't even know the name until today. Um, and... I was very confused, but let's go with the summary first before we get into how confused I was and honestly how how great it turned out for me in the end. Robert, do you want to give us our summary? Yeah, I can go for it. Okay. It's a weird one to summarize because not many things happen. (laughs) I feel like we take a lot of time. Well, I think a lot of things happen. It's just that it's kind of the same thing over and over again, and yeah. it, and it just, happens in the same place. It's hard to summarize <laughs> because the whole thing seems so mundane. Like, I want to know, I want to know, like, who pitched this sh- story? How did they pitch it? What is their inspiration? Is this like an Irish, like one of those? That's one what of those I was thinking. Folk t- not folk tales, but like one of those things. that's like, oh, I knew a guy who like chopped yeah. off all his fingers to prove a point. A, a guy who played the fiddle and it's, he chopped off all like his a, fingers. It sounds like a song. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Like it, it sounds does. like a like song, a, song a drinking song that yeah. they put to cinema. Yeah, I would. I would not be surprised if that was. I want to do some research on it because like, this is good old boy Callum cut off his finger he got tired of his tired friend. of his friend so we told him yeah you know so so fucking so, so, so can you try we start off like... with our protagonist callum or i mean uh um what's porik P- porik good old boy what a dull name <laughs> very very nice but kind of boring guy as we find out goes to his friend's house 
knocks on the door. His friend doesn't open the door, and uh, he's kind of confused. He looks in the window. He can see him. He can see him, but he's not answering the door. So he goes to his sister. He goes to the pub, and everyone's like, "What? What's wrong?" He's like, "I don't know." He's you like, having are, a you, row? are you guys? You're are you guys fi- Yeah, are you rowing? Are you fighting? Like, are you having an argument? He's like, "I didn't think so." Um, and as the story progresses, we find out that his friend Callum, aka Mad Eye Moody, um, just yeah, doesn't want to be. Guy. Yeah, <laughs> just doesn't want to be friends with him anymore. Um. And, you know, through a couple of, like, slow scenes, we find out that Callum just doesn't find... What's his name? I keep forgetting. Porik. Doesn't find Porik interesting. He finds him very boring and dull is the word that keeps getting used. And he just doesn't feel like he has the time left to deal with his boringness he's, he's got better things to do he's specifically got music to write. he's got music to write he's a fiddler and uh so you know poor kind of goes and tries to figure out what's going on what he did wrong and it finally gets to the point where callum is like i need you to leave me alone and to show you that i'm serious if you ever talk to me again i'm gonna cut my finger off Starting, or I'm going to cut my fingers off on my fiddling hand. Um, and everyone's, like, not quite sure if they believe him. But, like, you know, better safe than sorry. Leave him alone. Um, we learn through some asides that the sister's got, like, a job offer. Um, Pork lives with his sister. Um, and these are really the only two friends that he has. He's his sister and, uh, Callum. Um, I'm getting, I think I'm getting the timeline mixed up a little bit, but at this point, does he get drunk and like yell at Callum at the bar? Or is that after Callum cuts off his first finger? He did that before he cuts off his first finger. I don't know. I'm not going to get too bogged down in the details. Things happen. Callum ends up cutting off his finger and throwing it at his door to show him that he's serious. And so at this point, he's like, okay, I really need to leave him alone. There's this really goofy, weird kid named Dominic who um, convinces Porik that Callum, this was all a show to like make Callum or make Porik stand up for himself. Um, and so slightly drunk Porik goes, confronts Callum. They have a conversation. He thinks it's okay. He goes to the bar to wait for him. And then while he's doing that, Callum cuts off the rest of the four fingers on his hand, goes and throws it at the doorstep. Um, we find out at some point that uh, Dominic, his father, is the police or the yeah the police officer on the island, and is abusing him and sexually abusing him. Um, so this police officer kind of becomes a, like a mild antagonist of the story. Um, when Callum throws the fingers at uh, his door, Pork's best friend and donkey chokes on one of the fingers and dies. And at that point, Pork has like a, a blood oath where he tells Callum, I'm going to burn down your house at 2 o'clock tomorrow with or without you in it, and you can try your damnedest to stop me, but this isn't going to end until one of us is dead. Um, and 
he does. <laughs> he goes and burns down his house. His sister leaves for the mainland job. Um, and now Pork is kind of left without his donkey, without his sister, and without his best friend. Um, our lovable goofball Dominic, I think, kills himself. Is that yeah. That's kind of the vibe I was getting. Yeah. Well, um, because the last time we see him is after he asks. Yeah, um, he heart, gets heartbroken. He gets heartbroken. Yeah, exactly. Um, and we end with the two once best friends parting um, and then a nice wide shot of Inishirin, which is a beautiful landscape. Did I miss anything major? I feel like I... I mean, It's no, a little bit of a wandering it's, story. It's, it's hard because... There's a, like you guys both said, there's a lot that happens, but it's not... It's like the same thing's happening over and over again. Kind of, yeah. And the it's The same like, way that people will repeat things, you know, he'll say something and then he'll say the same exact thing in a slightly different way, you know what I mean? And that's like exactly what the first 15 minutes of the film were. Yeah. Like, oh, you're Rowan. Which was funny. Or maybe he just I, doesn't I like it. you anymore. It was funny. It was, you know, it, I had a good time, but... That was so fun. I I didn't know. We open up the film with, like, Porik is walking from his house to Callum's house. And I didn't know what kind of movie this was going to be. I didn't know if this was going to be a horror movie. I didn't know if this was going to be a drama. I didn't know if this was going to be... Uh, I, I didn't know what it was going to be, but I had no idea two things first off no idea that it was going to be as funny as it was i had such a good time it was yeah. so funny and i didn't know that it was a period piece until they show the calendar and it says 1923 well no they had mentioned the civil war and i was like the civil war when is this and then it's in 1923 and i was like this is the hundred years in the past you could have told me that was, this was ireland in 2022 and i would have believed you Damn, Becca thinks of Irish people. Irish are just people just be living like living that. in huts. <laughs> I mean, Conor McGregor lived in one of those houses. Any Irish listeners of the pod? Hey, you know, the life is the life. If it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it though. I had, I a, good had time. a lot of fun. It was, also, I was laughing the whole time. We had the theater to ourselves. Oh yes. Which I think added to the experience of this movie. It was a lot of fun. We got to like, do an Irish jig yeah, in the middle a, of the theater. The three of us. <laughs> that was so much that's fun. A, that's a good core That's some core memory. Yeah. Exactly. Core memory material right there. Very good time. That was amazing. Alec, we haven't heard much from you. What do you think about this film? You said you, you don't know how to feel. I want to know what that means. I don't know what to think about the film. I worry that I'm just like a stupid viewer <laughs> and sometimes like I'm self-conscious that I'm not thinking what I'm supposed to be thinking or feeling what I'm supposed to be feeling. Um, like when a director does a movie or makes me or, or like tells a story. Um, you're right. I think that it was very funny. Uh, Irish banter will never get old. No, never. And... I'm shocked that neither of them died. <laughs> I mean, they, really they baited Dominic, us. No? And Jenny. Jenny is the second and, death. And Jenny, sure, yeah. But, like, 
there were points at which I thought everybody on that island was going to die. Yeah. I mean... I wasn't exactly sure how or why. I mean, you have... I thought that... Uh, what's the sister's name? Chevra? Uh, Siobhan. 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 I thought that Siobhan was going to die when she took off her shoes and she was being beckoned by I, the ghoul. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, I think she was, and I think Dominic saved her life, you know? Like, he, he came up and showed her that she could be worth something. Um, even that if it is from the, the... Also, when Porik was uh, standing at the very, yep. very tops of, like, the... Like I those, thought he like, was going to jump. And you could see the <laughs> banshee in the back. to his yeah. sister, who was basically his last friend on the island, leaving. And, I, like, I could see the shot. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, like Because you could see the banshee start, in the background. It would start up at the top when you can see Porik. And then he would just like it, it would just kind of like marinate on him for a while, like looking out into the over the ocean and kind of like sniffling and like uh, rubbing his hand on his nose. You know what I mean? Just like that kind of standing around type thing. And then a very then quick just, just like walk off. And then he would just walk forward as if he were walking somewhere. And then just uh, it would like hard cut to his sister still in the boat, and you would see just like this tiny speck of a person fall from the like from the entire top to the dead bottom of like the beach slash ocean like I like I could see the shot happening before it happened and then it just didn't and I was like okay I'm gonna stop trying to guess <laughs> what this movie is gonna do apparently because I just keep being wrong I knew when she rejected Dominic I knew that he was gonna die in that moment yeah yeah um, I, I did too it was so depressing. I thought we were gonna see it though I thought we were gonna see him do something um which I don't, you know, I don't know how I feel about that, good or bad, that we didn't see it. But it did feel a little bit like, I don't know, like, it, since it happened off screen, it feels like it wasn't as important. You know what I mean? And I feel, I, I, that if I had any complaint, it would be that. And I was like, man, justice for Dominic. This poor kid, his dad is <laughs> He's beating him up. and getting diddled by his dad. Yeah, getting diddled and then. Full, full weenie and balls. Yeah, yeah. balls. Full cock and balls, dog. That's, like, viewers, if you haven't seen this, <laughs> you have to, <laughs> because there's this, <laughs> there's this scene where it's just full, and, like, not emphasized, it's just, like, there, and it's, like, full, pale, pasty, like, like, Gaelic cock and balls. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... Man-spreading. I think that makes it Oscar-worthy. <laughs> I don't know. I had a great time, but it doesn't really. It's not really my kind of story. Typically. Oh, it so you know, is my like kind of story. Was like, I loved uh, it. Reading the scripts, uh, or like the like the stage scripts for like Waiting for Godot, or like Of Mice and Men, or something. You know what I mean? Like, there's there there's this. Uh, like branch of theater plays about like the small man you know what I mean yeah. like not like big important military people or kings and queens or princes and pr uh, you know what I mean man. but just like our town type like stuff like death of a salesman our okay. town type shit like where it's just like these normal people and the story is about like basically injecting drama into the lives of normal people but it never really exceeds the bounds of their already mundane lives you know like 
the war never comes to their islands. Like, the freaking Porg never even gets arrested for, like, obvious arson. <laughs> Nobody tries to stop and intervene when Callum starts self-mutilating and cutting off his own fingers. Um, yeah, just what a, what a, what a bizarre movie. Yeah. When it was, when it was funny, it was fucking hilarious. Very funny. so funny. The guy who played Dominic, he also played the, like, annoying, like, pretentious guy. The low-key guy. Yeah, the low-key guy in Eternals. The mind-controlly guy in Eternals, yeah. Man, his, his range, because these were two completely different characters, you know what I mean? Yeah, they were. And this character, man, he Nailed. nailed it. Absolutely nailed it. His, the physicality and the body language, and, like, yeah. He did such a good job. I think he was probably my favorite performance of the I, movie. I when he that last scene that we get with him, I just wanted to like hug give him, him a yeah. hug. I was like, "It's okay, buddy." He said, "Even when I'm older, like your age." Yeah, I know. I don't even know how old he is. I mean, he. I think he was meant to be like a, like young, like teenager. Like teenager, you think, or I like think early so. third, or I mean, early twenties. Yeah, Something like, like younger that. than us. Yeah. But us. I think he was also like, I don't know. He was he was dull, village idiot. Yeah, village idiot is exactly what he was, and that's you know that's what he was supposed to be. Um, yeah, very tragic character. This it, it, this movie was very Shakespearean. Yeah. Which I'm I know I'm a future librarian and English major, but. I'm not the biggest fan of Shakespeare. It's just kind of boring. Um, unless, you know, you see it done really well. But I'm just not a fan of that kind of tale. Like this tragedy, you know? Um, what about a good comedy? Maybe, yeah. What about a good comedy I mean, I, where it, they get married good, in the end? A good anything is good. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. But it's not my kind of story. But I did have great fucking time watching it great acting that guy's eyebrows were <laughs> they are not real I swear to god they're animated <laughs> on his face yeah it was so fun um, what do you think like they kept talking about the war I didn't I wasn't quite sure where that like where the metaphor of the war like the what Irish was it Civil War no, I know, but the but like, metaphor of the it metaphor all. of the war, of like oh, why, why did they like, keep like, talking like about it? For like subtext. Yeah, like yeah. Like stuff. what? What? Um, I was thinking too the inclusion of the Japanese like no theater and like kabuki theater mm. masks in Callum's house. Yeah, very. interesting. He has them hanging from the rafters, along with like what looks like an African tribal mask or something, and like some marionettes. Yeah. Um, I was interested what that meant, <laughs> like, uh, like what that is supposed to mean about his character because it's a movie everything is placed intentional yeah. very intentionally These and they're are big very out of movies. place nothing exists you know? without somebody putting it there you know um, so somebody had to like either obtain or procure these masks on the orders of somebody else you know like uh, so it makes me wonder what's, what what was the point so I don't know my resident English majors what's the point is Callum manipulating the people around him is he wearing a mask over his 
true emotions because That's I what, don't really feel like either of those things describe Callum. I feel like he was extremely blunt and uh, ex- like excruciatingly forward about everything that he was thinking and feeling at any given time. Yeah, I don't know. I think it, it was more like everybody's got another side. Everyone wears a mask. Even uh, Pollock, when he goes in there, he, like, puts the mask on. You know what I mean? Like, I, that's that's the kind of vibe that I got is, like, that everyone has two faces. Um, and the process of this movie was, like, the revelation of those two faces because you've got the sister who, you know, has these big dreams, but at the same time, she needs to stay home and take care of her brother or quote-unquote needs and like Callum being his best friend one moment and then the next he's not and the uh, police officer on the one hand is you know quote-unquote the law and then behind closed curtains he's abusing his child so it's just kind of that's at least that's what I thought um yeah I think Callum um I, I feel like he thought he was being as blunt and as forward and direct as he possibly could. But I think that he was avoiding, I guess, what he really wanted to do. I don't know. Um, he pissed or me wanted off. to say. Like, and he was manipulating. He made it, he made it P- Porik's problem that he wanted to be left alone like go somewhere else yeah, you like can just fucking leave just, just like, go be like, somewhere else don't, don't cut just... off your hand and make it someone else's problem yeah um he's a little bitch for that so man. i think that was, was so mad where the, the manipulation comes in um and then the fact that he after he cut off his hands not his hand his whole, all his fingers and then the donkey finally died and it took that for him to realize it took Porik hurting it, like hurting genuinely for him to realize that maybe he shouldn't have done what he did. Um, and then Pork was like, no, you can't just end this now that you've started something. Like you were mean to me until it became inconvenient for you to be like, until you actually started feeling bad about it. And now you don't want to be mean to me and you want this to be over but that's not how this works like i it's my turn now basically it was cold as fuck though he was no absolutely sunday the lord's day i'm gonna come over and i'm gonna burn your house down and i'm not gonna check to see if you're in it or not but put your dog outside because i've never done anything to want to hurt that dog yeah i was so nervous bro like me too when he walked in with the shears uh, callum's house and it's just the dog there and you see the sheep shears they linger on it like he's gonna hurt the dog and then porch just says like i would never hurt you and i'm like thank god because i don't know (laughs) sigh of relief what i would fucking do 14 minutes after the miniature donkey died that was rough (laughs) if the irish dog also died i'd be a little upset I, callum can name himself all he all, all he wants i don't really give a fuck because he's kind of a bitch yeah he is a bitch because like just tell the dude like yeah i like well 
Just say, know. hey, I need some him. space. Like, I'm going to take the first part of the day to work on my right? You don't my have stuff. To, like, it's, yeah. not, it's not one or the other. You yeah. can still have friends and have yeah. your so own free time. It's super pretentious to be like, exactly. oh, you're the only thing keeping me from being Mozart. <laughs> like, right? Yeah. Yeah. That was really rough. That was like some Irish dude with a fiddle. Like, yeah, and his, his song down. was fucking mid. Yeah. You know it what I mean? It wasn't like, bad, but yeah, it was, it was mid. Like, it was so not like... Um, like fantastic. It was. It is what. It, it was mm-hmm. just like a, a nice little ditty, you know. Like I think, and and during his whole monologue about Mozart, I was like, and how many people were there other than Mozart that we don't remember? Like because they were musicians too. Yeah, like, you're just gonna that's be one just of how it happens. Yeah. Like it's not. It's all RNG, bro. I, <laughs> I really loved that scene a lot. It was such a good scene. When he was like, you know. My mom was nice, and I remember her. My dad was nice. My sister was nice, and I'll always remember her. Like, I don't know. Like, I really, really appreciated that scene. I thought that was, like, a fantastic monologue. And, like, the message of, like, it's worth it to be good, even if, like, no one remembers you the second after you die. that's not particularly, like, special or memorable. Yeah. yeah like, it's, it's worth it. You know what I mean? Like, it's worth doing good deeds for the people around you and loving people and being nice you know what I mean because but see that's where the, it kind of falls apart for me and I think it's because it's a tragedy we see Pollock like fall from grace fall from niceness Pollock sorry fall from niceness fall you know what I mean like he's mean to the student Dominic yeah. finds out that he's mean he ends up burning the house down yeah and so like I don't know that I. that's why these stories don't really do it for me because in the end, like, it's just... It's it a, didn't it, matter. That's why it's called a tragedy, I guess. You know what I mean? It's but, all, like, cynical and hopeless in yeah, the end. Yeah, and, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm fine, like... I don't know if I'm a cynic, but I definitely think I'm more... I, I like to say I'm a realist, but I feel like that's something... Realism that, like, is cynicism. I don't care what anyone says to me. There is no difference between the two. Because you can't be in this world and be like you can't you can't be like a realist and be happy because the world is just shitty and that's just how it is no i don't i disagree with that because i think there's plenty of things to be i like i, I think a good movie that is very tragic but also has that like layer of like I don't, not hope, but that layer of beauty, that layer of, like, loveliness is a ghost story. Um, I think in a lot of places that movie, like, you know, the monologue with the guy at the party who's, like, you know, in the end, like, nothing, you know, your your kids are going to die and no one's going to remember them. And I think his comparison to beethoven or whoever in a ghost story is very similar to the mozart argument like he felt like the same like a similar character but at the end of the of a ghost story it's like no fuck that guy like love persists love can like conquer time even sure yeah. you know what i mean and i think that that's lovely but this movie like the ending didn't feel very lovely <laughs> it was just like yeah. I kept wondering how people this hurt was, each other. I kept kind wondering of like how it was gonna end. You it know what was I mean? like it was I kept thinking like, okay, so he's gonna burn the house down and that's gonna be the second death. 
Um, and then he just, he didn't die in the house despite having like purposefully sat inside the house at two o'clock. He was like, you know what? I can't do this. I didn't think. He left anyway. I didn't think he was going to die. I thought that we were going to end with them like covered in soot and blood sitting at the bar. Oh yeah. Not saying a word to each other. Like I thought that's how it was going to end. But the, yeah, I don't know. It yeah, felt a little I, like, bit. I don't regret watching it, but I don't know if I liked it. No, I, I did like it. We, you can't not like this movie. We danced in the middle of the theater. Oh, we yeah, did like, a jig like together. I don't know. I don't, like, I don't know why my feelings jig. about this movie aren't more clear. Um, the ending isn't very satisfying for me. And maybe that's just because it's not my particular, like, cup of tea. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. I was expecting... Maybe that's it. It's like a really good cup of tea, but I'm not a tea guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, like and, I can, and, I can me, appreciate that, like, oh, this is, like, a really good tea from an exotic place and it's very expensive. Um, but I guess at the end of the day, it's just not... More of a cocoa guy. It's not the story that I pull up to see, you know? Yeah. Um, I I don't regret watching it. I think it was very good. I think that the cinematography was extremely... Beautiful. It it, it really utilized the kind of, like, barren lonesomeness of the island that they were on to great effect. Um, I thought that the music, like, the harp and, like, the German leader uh, songs and the acting (laughs) in general, the set pieces and costume design... Um, all of those things were good, but it's just the story itself that they were trying to tell when, like when, when it wasn't being hilarious, I was just so worried about everything all the time. So I guess almost in the same way that like, remember Tar, like I like, like Tar was an extremely good movie, but it's also a tragedy in its own way. And so I just, the like just sitting there in a theater being tense for two hours just like no matter how good the movie is it prevents me from like really like enjoying it the same way that I would I don't know like the French Dispatch or something you know what I mean like what like what might be my favorite movie of all time um so it's like yeah like no like no matter how well executed it is uh if it's just not the kind of story that like gets you going then that's then that's it and that's fine yeah I don't know I see I didn't feel I felt kind of that feeling at one point I was like um what I was like (coughs) this feels like like I'm so worried about what he's gonna do I think it was when he had the finger and he was just like well we got to return it obviously it's like what are you thinking dude like you can't stop like when is it going to get through your head that you can't be doing what you're doing and um um but i think i wasn't tense for 2 hours you know we we danced either. around and i had a good time and i was laughing we laughed our asses off when he was like um yeah he's the dullest by miles but then he's the second dullest can you can you try can you try it like and so she was like no no <laughs> that was so funny or um when he's confessing in the the confessional booth and the 
he and the priest are cussing each other out. Or that was so funny. Yeah. Um, when he's like, "I'm not dull, am I?" And he's like, "No." That, that being, being said, said yeah. <laughs> that was so, he like lingers on him for just like a second too long, and he's just like keeping eye contact for a little too long. But you oh, didn't man. feel like the the like so uncut good. gems tension of no. like I, just I, stop fucking talking to him. No, you know I, I mean? did. I, I That's wanted, what I'm no, saying. Is I, I didn't feel that at all because I wanted fucking Colum to kill himself. I hated Colum. He was such a like. <laughs> beta bitch for like not like just just have a fucking conversation you know what i mean yeah. don't be all dramatic and like he just was communicate so effectively you know what i mean like i was i relished every time he cut his finger off i'm like get fucked his hand was so grody though it was very gross it was nasty also very funny how we like never even like talked about it you know what i mean like you, ne- <laughs> you, you never, never really see him really. like <laughs> wince even <laughs> Yeah, very funny. It was great. Um, fuck, I was going to say something. Um, I did feel that tension, is what I'm saying. I did feel it, but not through the whole movie. Like, it wasn't it wasn't near as strong for me. Like, I felt it at several points. I was like, can you please just not, just go away. Just do what he asks. Like, does he not seem serious enough for you? And then... Um, but I, it was cut in very well, I felt, with with funny moments and, and fun moments, good times, um, and and comedy. And I, I think that helped a lot to, I guess, like, sweeten the bitter tea. Because it was, it, it was really bitter in parts, um, in that it was really, really tense, but gave a little bit of sugar if we're going back to the tea metaphor for me it was like i'm enjoying this tea it's a good cup of tea but the last like three sips of it were just like bitter and i'm like oh that's like not how i wanted to end this like beautiful like delicious cup of tea it just kind of stained it a little bit i don't know maybe i'm a bitch for not like cold yeah the tea got cold I don't know. It was a good length. Um, it, yeah, I it didn't feel like a slog to me. I felt like I was. How how long was it? I don't even know. I have no idea. But I feel like usually by this point we've said like, oh, that movie was so long. So it was a good. I, I'm really curious to know, like you said, like how they came up with the idea because it truly yeah. felt like we were living in an Irish drinking song. You know what I it mean? It really did. Or like a like a, a tale that mothers tell their children um, when they want them to stop bothering them. They were like, you want me to cut my finger off at you? Like uh, old Callum? You know what I mean? Yeah. I'd love to look it up. Um, should we do the ratings? Yeah. Like, what I... did you guys, what would you give it? 74. I was actually thinking 74. <laughs> Let's say 74, boys. I, that was a solid 74. The fucking... I was openly weeping when he was burying Jenny the donkey. That shit... Very sad. That shit it hurted. Was, it hurted. I just... I kept thinking about Umber. And, like, one um, day I'm gonna have to bury Umber. Uh, you know what I mean? Stop thinking about it. And that shit makes me... I think about it constantly. Emotional. Um, I was wanting to cry 
when it was before he'd cut off his finger, it was like sort of at that point where where you're like, is he gonna talk to him? And he's when he got punched by the police officer in town, and Callum saw it, and he helps drive him to the fork in the road. If you can hear this, listeners, we are it's driving snowing. in a fucking snowstorm. <laughs> because apparently it snows in November now in Seattle. It is December, whatever. technically. Oh, it's December. But anyway, um, and he's just, like, crying. Yeah. And it's just... And I and I was like, don't talk to him. Don't say it. He's going to cut his finger off. And then he didn't say anything. He didn't and say he anything. just left him. And I was like, I want to cry right now. Like, buddy. Okay. Rotten Tomatoes. Let's see. Oh, boy. Who? <gasps> at the end, it said, like, in memory of somebody. I want to know who. Like, was it a... Was it John Garner? I can't remember the name. But, like, somebody... It must have been one of the production um, team. So, the audience score is 76. Okay. Damn. Um, critic score is 97. Yeah. yeah. I knew it was going to be a lot. I, I knew it was, yeah, too. It's a critically, a... like, it, it, literary, literally, it is a, it's a very... Yeah, there's a lot to, there's a lot to chew on film. in this movie. There's a lot of metaphor. There's a lot of, um, Do you notice really that the first time motifs. we meet Dominic, he's found that weird crook... Yeah, staff. I yeah. did, and, and that's it what ends he... up being the crone's staff, who is obviously a death metaphor. Yeah, and it's she's the, the, that she's she the uses she. to fish him out of the water. She was. Uh, she did a great job. She did performing the part that I... was required of her. Hold on, I want to look up. Um... She, I, just the the things that she wore, her facial expression. Like, I was like, "Yep, that's a banshee." <laughs> I loved the, uh, you hide behind walls when you see her coming. <laughs> Very funny. The, like, Alec said that, like, it gave off, like, Letterkenny vibes, and I couldn't agree more. Like, the banter is so funny. Like, yeah, it's, it's not like it's as apparently, like, an Irish thing. <laughs> yeah, and it's not, it wasn't, like, as, like, jam-packed as Letterkenny is with banter, because it's not, like, like, that's the joke of Letterkenny, you know what I mean? And this movie isn't, like... That's not the joke. It was a much more reserved kind of banter, but it was still very amusing mm -hmm. to watch. Well, the first, like, 15 minutes when they're all just repeating the exact same joke. Yeah. Like, that was so Letterkenny, like... Repeat everybody coming up with the same... The same. ...statement uh -huh. or idea, despite not being in the room when they... Mm -hmm. When it was said the first time. Yeah. Which also did... I, I think it did an amazing job of setting up the, the kind of place that this is, where, like, everyone is like-minded everyone's mm -hmm. you know what I mean like you know each other so well you get a like, sense of place very quickly very in quickly yeah despite like there not being very many set pieces it was a lot of like open fields and stuff and like it's I thought those little houses, walls were the good pub, the post office the docks and, and then just like open just kind of like the scenery yeah the beach and like open and fields church, I guess yeah but I really liked the... I, I wonder, like, is this an actual town or, like, used to be a town? Or did they just build this? Oh, no, I'm, there sure, so it's, many... I'm sure it's a real Yeah, place. it had to be because there's like... so many of those little stone walls 
Like, there's no way that, like, they were it able to build all that. It made me yearn for a pub. That's true, man. I've never, I, I haven't really had that experience. Cider, I've been dude. to a few dive bars, but I haven't been to a proper pub. I, I could pound some cider to that movie. We should, we could uh, develop a drinking game and watch it again, and then maybe we'll like it more. <laughs> <laughs> Every time somebody says feck. Feck. Like. I, I would love to, like, I don't know, go and talk to somebody like a linguist about like how this like this dialect that they have like how it came to be and like what these little things mean because obviously when they say like like and so at the end of things it's just like a I don't know what you call that like a little uh, flourish at the end of their sentence that kind of like drives home the point or whatever but I would love to know like how that developed and like why it developed like that you know what I mean I think that's kind of stuff's really interesting it would have been a great question to ask our uh, history of the English language teacher who the way he dresses would have fit right <laughs> at home in this movie I want to show this movie to my mom I think she'd have a great time my mom would fucking love this movie <laughs> yeah she's very very into like this kind of humor my mom would really enjoy it. My also, mom lived in Scotland and Ireland for two years. Oh, yeah. I always forget and about that. she plays the fiddle. She's a fiddler. And yeah. Your um, dad would love it, too, because your dad's a big Shakespeare guy. Yeah. So this would actually be an amazing movie to watch with your parents. Maybe. Your grandpa, I don't think your grandpa <laughs> would love it. He'd I think just there's be a, like, what a is little this? bit too much penis. Yeah, that's true. A little bit too but much. They say they ball. say feck. So like when they cuss, so it's not really a swear. You know what I mean? Like he wouldn't he wouldn't count that as a swear. I think he definitely would. I don't think he would. I don't think he would. I don't know. Maybe. Because no. <laughs> he, you know, they they say that kind of stuff in uh, westerns all the time, and he's a big western guy. I don't know. It's just a dialect with the f word. Yeah, but I don't know. But I think another thing that really hit me with this movie, when Jenny died and he was burying her, today I was working on a uh, Christmas present for my mom and dad. Uh, I'm like drawing uh, pictures of our dog, our family dogs, Luna and Toast. Um, And so I worked for like an hour on this picture of uh, Luna, who was my first dog, and picked her out myself and trained her and named her and it's like my first like real dog that was mine who passed away and then jenny died and i'm like god fucking damn it today is not the day for this shit <laughs> it hurt my feels it hurted so bad yeah she was such a cute little dog she was too. so baby so baby she was so such baby such a fucking baby s-a-f-b folks s-a-f-b well cool we are approaching home little bit of a longer episode we had a, today we had because a we're stuck in a fucking drive. snowstorm <laughs> we already went to a theater that was further away than uh, our usual spot it was a decent little theater though it was one of those old theaters fun. there was a little bit like of a weird reflection i never got to like properly point it out to you i saw it but there was like this weird reflection that kept taking me out of it at certain points which was I, kind of annoying, I did notice it. It was, it was an very old, strange. It's an old theater. I did love being the only person in the theater. That though. was the it's been best. Been a long time having the theater that. to yourself is 
feckin' tight. It has not happened for a very long time, and I've never enjoyed a movie like that. Yeah, I think this was a good one to see by ourselves, too, because we could really laugh and... Yeah. Yeah. It's a great movie. Definitely go see it. Um, If you can, I don't know if it's playing anywhere. Yeah, we kind of caught this one. (laughs) We got this one real late, Um, so you might not be able to see it in theaters, but I would watch it. Of the A24 films, I don't know if it's, like, the most important one to go see... But it's fun. It was so much fun. I think Marcel the Shell with shoes on is still... Yeah. Or Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. I don't know. One of those two is one of the, is probably my favorite oh, A24 of the year so than, far. better uh, than Everything Everywhere? Oh, fuck, yeah. No. <laughs> Everything Everywhere, definitely. Wow. We need to do a. We were gone for like three hours, and the snow, it's it snowed like three inches. Yeah. Eh, not three. Not inches. three inches. But a, it did snow a lot. A little bit. And uh, I'm, not, I'm not a fan. Anyway... Yeah. Global warming sucks. Is one in the morning. A-cab. We're going to bed. <laughs> it's snowing. A-cab. Uh, yeah. Cut your fingers VIP off. VIP to that line. Well, if we can't punch cops, then we might as well pack our bags and go home. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I mean, say what you want about Callum, but he did punch the fuck he out of that cop. He did punch the fuck out of that cop. All right. We stand a king. Music you're goals. listening to is by Chase, I guess. Follow us on our socials. Yep. And, on deadpoets.society. Email us on Dead's Poet Society podcast at Gmail. Yeah. Rate Love five them. stars. Rate five stars. <laughs> Send Alec death threats on the Patreon. And he'll respond to them. Feckin' coward. Good night. Good night. Good night, goo.